Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. Welcome to another episode of Gold Diggers. Please do follow our socials at Gold Diggers UK on Twitter and TikTok and at Gold Diggers UK underscore on Instagram. Marva at Marva MSK. Anita at FLWN underscore. Brianna at Shackard. Mariam at I am Mariam underscore. And Shai at Shaikar. So let's get straight into it, guys. It's been a funny week of football. Some midweek games, some weekend games, FA Cup, Champions League. A lot to unpack, but it's only right we start at the Theatre of Dreams. Or Nightmares, depending on how United fans see their seasons going. And what we would like to call a Simeone masterclass, in my opinion. Marianne. United now six years, five years, no trophies. Uh, Another... Round of 16, exit in the Champions League. Bruno still waiting to win his first Champions League knockout game. Like, describe <laughs> what, what happened on Wednesday at Old Trafford. What, what went wrong? United went wrong. I don't have too much to say. I can't lie, guys. I'm drained and I'm very desensitised. I don't have too much to say. I feel like the first 20 minutes was okay. Like, they played all right. Like, it was decent. But you don't win a game in 20 minutes. Like, it's 90 minutes long. Um, and I just feel like we literally, as you said, a Simeone masterclass, I feel like we played into their hands, literally. As in, we know about all, like, you know, the dark arts, the silly antics. We know about all of that. And we literally did that. And I just feel like you're actually Man United and you go 1-0 down and we didn't look like we are going to score again. And I just think that's so disappointing. Not that, like, I'm disappointed that we got knocked out because I didn't think, I didn't think that we'd go through. But I just, I just feel like there's just so much wrong. And the players as well, they have a lot on their, like, a lot on their hands because, like, this is Champions League. Like, do you not care? Do you not have no <laughs> fight, no urge, nothing? I just feel like they're just an embarrassing bunch. Um, and I can't even say anything positive because, as I said, you don't win a game in 20 minutes like there's nothing positive really to say like I know I could say like Fred did alright and that was like the whole game but he can't do it on his own um, I just think it's I just think you know when you know like so much could have been prevented and it wasn't happening and it's the fact that it's not like we were 2 or 3 nil down 1 nil, bro like come on but um, yeah I just feel like so much is wrong I feel like our back line it's like 
even if you take in, you put in, it's still rubbish. So where do we go from here? So it means that, yeah, I just feel like, oh, like, I know everyone says this, so it's quite cliche, but when I say overhaul, I mean it genuinely, like overhaul, start from scratch, because it's really disappointing. Um, and you'd think at least just to give the fans a little bit of something, you know, because top four, I don't think, I don't see that no more. I don't think that's happening. Like Arsenal deserve it. But you think with Champions League a little bit, just go a little bit. Even if we're going to get dumped later, but just something to keep us going, give us a boost, you know what I mean? And even that, we don't have. But um, yeah, it just comes back to just little like little mistakes and stuff like that. Like you have Maguire charging out from his position all the time, just charging, charging to go and win a ball that he doesn't win. Then he vacates his space and then it's the same thing. So I don't really have too much to say. I just feel like it's just very disappointing. Um, played into Atletico's hands. Um like like amateurs, like you could see, like they're very they're, they're very experienced in doing what they're doing because they do that all the time. How many years have they been doing that for? And then we're just there, yeah, playing into their hands, acting like I don't know. Anyway, I, I don't <laughs> have too much to say, guys. I'm gonna keep repeating myself, but um, yeah. Do you feel like Ragnik is to blame for the way he set you guys up? Given that Atletico are a team, they like to defend narrow. Manchester United for 90 minutes kept the pitch very narrow. Like, what was the point of having Sancho and then? Who did you start with? Alanga. You bought on Rashford and at no point in the 90 minutes did Ragnik try to expand the pitch to cause Atletico any problems out wide where they're the most uncomfortable. Yeah, I noticed that as well. I feel like he's got a part to play in that, especially when he decided to make the subs. I feel like they were a little bit frantic because it was like, what did the subs even do? Cavani came on, Rashford came on, nothing came from it. But um, yeah, because I spoke about that. I even spoke about that with someone and... I feel like he's to blame, but then again, like, who Atletico respectfully, like, we should have been able to just sort that out and just, you know... Put so? Them what did you just say? I said, who who are they? Like, who, who are they? They've been to more Champions League finals. Okay, that's good for them, but I don't, as, a, as a team, I don't I don't really respect them. Like, the way they play and everything, it's just, it's very, I don't know, like, they just have an ugly way of playing football, so I don't respect them personally. But, yeah, I just, I guess Rangnick's to blame a little, but... I don't know. I just feel like where the scoreline was like that, or even at nil nil, like the game is there for the taking. So, and the quality is there on the pitch. Like if you match our players against theirs, like come on, do you know what I mean? So mm. I can't even blame him too much. Like this is Champions League. Like get up for it. Like it's a knockout game. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I feel like I don't want to put it too much on his head. But yeah, I just expect them. Whatever it is, like just get up for it. It's not that deep. As I said, like we weren't being absolutely packed in. It was one nil. So yeah, that's all I have to say really. Hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Let's let's do a bit of player focus here, and let's talk about the midfielder that's apparently better than Frank Lampard. So Bruno Fernandez, twenty eight years old, still no win in the knockout stages of the Champions League. When is he going to perform for Manchester United when it matters? I don't have the answer for that. <laughs> I want to know too. I want to know too. And I thought, you know what? Maybe today Bruno's gonna come alive, like big game, like you know he's gonna all this talk he does, you know, you know he's got a bit of a hot head, he's really passionate, and I thought maybe today, like he's gonna show himself. And well, yeah, I don't know, I really don't know, like I don't know what it is, and I do feel like if a new manager comes in, like he might not, not that he might not last, but like he'll get found out. And I feel like he has small, small with Rangnick as well, because I feel like Rangnick wants to do certain things. Maybe he doesn't have the full power to do it. But, like, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure about Bruno anymore. I'm not, I'm not sure about him. So you were sure about him at one point? No, like, no, I, I wouldn't even say I was ever 100% sure. But, like, I mean, he's done, he's, like, he's done what he's needed to at times. But I feel when it comes, as everyone knows, when it comes to big games, he's not ever really 
as effective as you want him to be. The sort of player like he wants to be, like he wants to be like, not the main man, but he wants to be one of those, like when you look at a team, you're always going to, he's going to be one of the first names you pick when you pick the team, but he's not living up to that. So I don't know. Then who in your team is living up to that? No one. Okay, sorry. Sorry. I mean, some are trying here and there, but it's a collective effort. Like they can't do it on their own. Do you know what I mean, it's really inconsistent. I just feel like with, I think that's just one thing you can say from the beginning of the season to now. Like, we've just had moments. There's not been any point where you say, oh, yeah, like, there's been a lot of progress. Like, yeah, maybe at one point with Rangnick, I actually noticed that there was a little bit of improvement, like, with the way we play and stuff like that, like, the way we attack and stuff like that. And he'd coach this, you know, a 3-0 win and all of that. But everything has just been moments. And I think that's the same with the players. Like, inconsistencies are mad. Like, yeah, very mad. So I feel like when every player just has moments or they just have patches, like how you're never going to be consistent. Like how, yeah, you're never going to be consistent. So I think it's the same with Bruno as well. Like it's very here and there. It's never like, you know, he's going to play this many games in a row and just be effective. There always has to be a game where he drops. So I don't know, just moments really. And of course in moments you can't build, you can't progress. Like, Mm. yeah. I don't know. I'm not too sure if I'm buying that. Shouldn't the manager have like, I don't know, some responsibility of bringing that sort of cohesion to the whole group as a whole. And it feels like ever since Ragnik came in, all that he's done is cause a divide and there's just rumours and leaks going everywhere ever since he's come in. Like, that's all we've seen from Man United I'm since Ragnik's come. Four, two, 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 and <laughs> like, it just, it's... Okay, yeah, but we found that that doesn't, doesn't make sense. That. We know that doesn't work. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think Ragnik's not to blame, but I feel like he's trying at the very least like he's trying I don't feel like I feel like the players have had so much like liberty and they've had so much I don't know freedom to do something especially under Oli where there was like as someone said like it was like he was running a youth club do you know what I mean so, <laughs> yeah like do you know when it's gone beyond that sort of there's no level of control there's no there's no like level of leadership like with Maguire come on like he's not a leader like he doesn't it, there's nothing about him that alludes to leader so yeah, that doesn't work so I just feel like I feel like Rennick's tried but um, I wouldn't blame him entirely because he's made decisions like he's called shots sometimes and I feel like everyone's like oh why is this person dropped I'm like but this is what you guys wanted so I feel like he's tried to do that and again he's not here for the, like bro he has what two months left maybe mm-hmm. so um, he's not been here for that long and I feel like what he was trying to implement as well like it take a very very long time especially as I said our players were so far gone like there's not there was nothing no style of play like everything is just freedom like just freestyle so um yeah, um, I don't feel like he's caused the divide. I feel like the divide come from players being upset. They're not liking the changes. Maybe they've had to, you know, not even maybe they've had to train harder. You know, when new things come in, not everyone likes it, not everyone adapts. Some players get found out because they can't adapt to whatever has come in. So I don't think that's his fault entirely. But of course, uh, he's the manager, so he's going to get the blame. Yes, that's a question. Thank you. So Paul Scholes said something about Thomas Tuchel coming into Man United and that will kind of change the dynamic. <laughs> Is that something that you personally believe? Or do you think this team is just lost? I don't actually... I don't actually know he said that. Yeah, Paul Scholes said that you can take any manager in Europe apart from Pep and Klopp. They'll be gagging for it. Wait, because this is Manchester come, United. As in, and he means any manager would want to come to United. Yeah, because this is Manchester United. That's, those are his words. I feel like words. this is Manchester United. I feel like that's <laughs> fading. His words, not mine. Well, I mean, Scholes is just one human. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, He's also that same human that oh, said gosh, that go. United's defence is better than yep, Chelsea's. Than Chelsea's. Yeah, mm. something like that. I don't know. Not no, too that sure. was clearly cap. <laughs> <laughs> I can't defend Scholes. Um, I'm not sure about that. I do feel like the team is lost. I do feel like they're lost. 
but um, I mean, Tuchel's a great manager. Or like maybe he could do his own, but I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to see it from a point of view. Like, is it like, is it a overhaul that's needed, and it, any manager that comes in can't sort out these like this set of players? Or yeah, I don't really know. I'm not sure about that. That's that's fine. I feel like it's just gonna come down to summer for United because I'm like, yeah. this, like this season's basically a write-off for you. Like, obviously, oh, you might get Champions League maybe, but I doubt it. Next season, it's like. Cavani and Ronaldo in their like 40s or whatever like, <laughs> we're gonna have to figure that out and then also it's like Pogba that whole situation will be sorted by summer and I just feel like summer when Rangnick moves up it's all gonna depend on if they actually make the right decisions at board level for the yeah. future but right now it's like you can chuck anyone in right now nothing's gonna change it yeah. needs a proper like restructuring when it comes to summer oh no 100%. and I don't know because I thought that too even when Sancho um, when we brought Sancho and then Ronaldo decided he was coming I thought like Paul she had that little bit of excitement yeah, yeah. because they're good players and then I thought actually no you can put anyone in this team and I remember I said this like some months ago and I said it on the pod and I was like you can put anyone in this team and it doesn't really change anything um, and everyone is expecting of course they expect big things from someone like Ronaldo and Sancho but I'm like it's actually when I look at it as well especially for Sancho I just feel like it's not entirely his fault as well. Like, I actually feel sorry for him that he made the decision to come to United because it might be a waste of time. Um, yeah, but I feel like Rangnick going, like, moving upwards might be good. I feel like cause at this point... Like, well, he's he... identified that Wan-Bissaka, Shaw, Maguire, um, McTominay are not good enough yeah, for, for Manchester United. So that's a positive because he's realised that they're fucking shit. Yeah, I feel like he knows what he wants to weed out. I feel like and that will influence the next manager because he's already managed. He's seen everything mm. in the six months he's managed. And it's like, I feel like that could be beneficial, but we'll see how it goes. But then it's like, what if he's wrong? But I don't you feel know? like he'd be wrong. I feel like with some decisions, I feel like he'll be right. I feel like he's seen enough and I think he's experienced enough to know, okay... I've been able to assess these players from this set of times and this set of time and it's not cutting it. I feel like they've had enough time. Some of them have had enough time too. Some of them have overdone their stay because I'm like, I guess Oli was making false promises and stuff like that. So players were just, yeah, they were having a great time, I think. I think now it's time for like reality. There's going to be a reality check for so many players. Harsh realities. They're going to have to, yeah, some of them will be very sad, but I mean, they're not bigger than the club. So, yeah. Guys, this is the press. I don't want to talk. Can we move on, please? It's making me feel a bit overweight. I don't want to Wait until we get to Evan. <laughs> hey, moving on, because you know, um, when it was the other way around, they're always the first in line, VIP speakers. Facts. We have this, this, and this to say we, about everyone else's club. I'm not part of it. <laughs> Mariam's always been humble. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't think, I, don't, I don't talk too much. I can't talk too much. What is there to talk about? I, I don't have smoke for anyone. I don't. I'm a bottom barrel, so I can't. It's a bit embarrassing. Okay. Anyways, enough about United. Thanks. There was another midweek game. Arsenal hosted Liverpool at the Emirates Stadium. Um, 2-0 defeat. Expected, but surprised by the manner in which we lost? Or do you think we tried enough? Do you think we made it hard enough, Brianna? I think that um, it was similar in style in terms of the loss to the loss that we had against um, City like I'm not I don't want to say too much before I get cooked but <laughs> I, I wasn't surprised to be honest I wasn't surprised I tried to do a bit of like faux excitement faux like optimism last week but it like at the end of the day Liverpool are a different class um, I think that I'm just trying to think back to the game like I just tried to block it out I think that one of the things 
I was unsurprised about particularly was that we didn't look like scoring. Um, unsurprising when you have a striker that isn't a striker. Um, and it came back to bite us, definitely, that game. Um, I think that we didn't cause them any problems on either wing. Robertson and... Did we? Did we? Martinelli had a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Martinelli, sorry. We didn't cause them a problem on Robertson's side, but Trent's side, Trent was having a bit of trouble with Martinelli. I think Martin... Oh, yes, okay. I've mixed up the It's coming back to you. It's coming back to you, yeah. Martinelli was our shining light, definitely, that game. Um, He had, I would say, like, one of the best games of his this season. Um, And I think he was probably the only sort of outlet for us in terms of like um, being in the final third, looking like, you know, he could make something happen. But I'm just, I I don't really have too much to say about that game because it's just entirely... Huh? Because you lost. Cause we, yeah, because we lost. But mm. also because it's just entirely foreseeable that when we play the big teams, we don't have enough because we don't have the class striker. Like that actually is what it is. But then in the game, the manner in which we conceived the goals, I think... Um, Ramsdale I think that's the worst keeping I've seen this season yeah. there's no way on God's green earth that that shot shot should have went in Mendy saves that Mendy's a better keeper yeah I'm just happy to hear you say it uh, why would I never say I'm that I'm just happy to hear you say it and just speak on behalf of some of the Arsenal fans that have tried to contest it that's, <laughs> that's, all. that's, that's what I'm saying that's crazy that's the, yep. it's like the ones that were arguing King <laughs> oh sorry just for context I wish team was here people were talking about Partey being a better Footballer than Kante. Now who said that? No, no, your, your, your fellow That's Arsenal I had to go on there and defend Kante because it was just crazy. Couldn't so yeah, let's go back to that. If, let's say the difference in the game, right? The Odegaard chance, Alisson made sure that stayed at nil-nil. Hmm. And then you compare that to the Jota chance. If Ramsdale saves that, does it become 2 nil with the Bobby one? Because for both goals, his positioning was... Perfect, yeah. to say the least. I think that the positioning issue is why, like, he does have to put in the extra vim to be doing those extraordinary saves. Sometimes, mm. like, his positioning is... It can be a bit... And usually it doesn't look... It doesn't shine through because he manages to, like, get the saves in, but that particular game, like, it did kind of show. But then again, I'm, I'm not going to lie... As much as we had goalkeeping mistakes, we weren't winning, like, regardless. I feel like they would have scored anyway. That it, Not to say that he shouldn't have done better because he should have done much better, but... I'm not sure if Liverpool would have scored anyway, if I'm being real with you. I don't think Liverpool had a great game, personally. I think Liverpool probably had a 7 out of 10 game, max. I agree. For yeah. Liverpool, though. Yeah, literally, like, 7 if, out of 10 game. Again, even if it was Liverpool, right... That first half that we had, especially that first half that Party had, in my opinion, because he kept Fabinho and Thiago at bay for yeah. an entire 45, we shouldn't have went into half-time at nil-nil. You can't mm. do that against these teams. And then yeah. whilst I hear, yeah, Arsenal can't compete with Liverpool as of right now, the mentality thing that, oh, it's Liverpool anyways, it doesn't matter. We can't keep thinking like that forever. <laughs> yeah. else we're never going to beat these teams. I, I agree in terms of like forever, but I'm like, 
it's, it is a slow process and you guys have trusted in Arteta and it's paid off for now. No, like, they don't. I they get don't. Into it, believe <laughs> somewhat. And I'm like, you're clearly also going through a bit of a transition in terms of you've got rid of Aubameyang, like your main striker. But really, what positions do you need for summer in terms of first 11? I'm not even talking about depth, but first 11. We need a striker. Striker. Ooh, Other than that, like you're pretty solid and you'd be able to compete with... like teams like that and the fact that you're just beating like any team you're supposed to beat right now is like that gets you most of your points that will get you into top four no problem if you beat all the teams that you're supposed to beat if we're talking now competing for titles competing for third second all right fair enough but i'm like chill guys like this is this is a decent season for you guys no i'm not gonna lie like that as guy says on twitter this is harsh reality notice (laughs) This is where you guys are. You guys play one match a bloody week. The least that you can do is give Liverpool a better game than that. Liverpool didn't even have to shift into the next gear. Liverpool, literally into second half, they said, you know what, we're kind of bored. Let's try and bring on Mohamed side. Let's see what happens. Jota was stinking. You not let him score. I was even looking at my screen like this can't be happening. Then I remembered... Is this Arsenal. is Arsenal. Yeah. Do you guys have had a good run? The top teams, what we do, where the gap between us and Chelsea is. Yes, there's a gap in quality, but Chelsea against the Liverpools and the Cities, they will play them on the pitch for 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Arsenal will play <laughs> the Liverpools and Cities on the pitch for 50 minutes. You can't, because even in the games that we've been good against the Leicesters, the Wolves, the Villas, We've played good for 60 minutes. Sometimes in those games, for 20 minutes, 15 minutes, we just sit there and defend because we're better than them. But Chelsea are not Liverpool or City level yet, but they match them for 90 minutes. And that's why they struggle to beat Chelsea or to break down Chelsea. Arsenal and Arteta's problem at the moment is we can't keep playing the top teams for 60 minutes. What's the point of going to the Champions League? That game for me is a preview of how the Champions League can go for Arsenal. It'll go worse. I mean, you guys are going to get... I can't We're wait. Yeah. I cannot oh. wait. I want to talk about it. Yeah. House reality knows this. I can't yeah. wait. I want you guys to meet Bayern Munich again. again? I want... Yes, that 10-2 is not enough me? because Arsenal fans, for these last four, five weeks, I haven't been able to breathe. I have not breathed. Or oh, every time I speak, oh, but we're going to catch up to you. Oh, it's going to be two points behind yes. you if we win all our games ahead. But, 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 Look now, <laughs> look now. I'm actually so frustrated. Point, yeah. I don't care. You guys aren't beating us. I can't. I'm not even gonna lie to you. You're not gonna beat us. Do you not but play each other? Do we have to yeah. play each other? Oh, That's the gosh. other game in hand. You're not gonna beat us. I just, I cannot <laughs> stress how happy and relieved it's that the shackles were taken off of my shoulders when you guys lost. The harsh reality finally kicked in for so many Arsenal fans. You guys have had a good season. Yes. Out of the FA Cup, out of the Carabao Cup, no Europe. What do you expect? You have quality players there that can fight for a top four spot when you have no other factors there. But next season, that's where it's going to get really interesting because when we're going to see where you guys are really at. And I'm just happy that you guys have now been humbled. And a lot of people are going into this Chelsea match a bit more cautious. That's what I like to hear. Anyway, I'm just a bit confused because... Were they supposed to be challenging for the title? We were. We were and we're not anymore. I think you guys should come to 2022 because we've left it in 2021. Okay? I'm tired. Reed doesn't speak. Reed doesn't speak. Yeah, I don't know what B's smoking in it. Whatever B's smoking, I want it. I want it in it. That's what I can say. 
Okay. I just think that is funny how you... Oh, God. No, hold on, though, because... <laughs> no, she's used to think it's funny. <laughs> you guys, you especially, Anita, are having... You're having so much room for Arsenal today, but if you're not bothered by us and you're not bothered by Arsenal being five points behind you, why were you so happy that we lost? We shouldn't be a threat to you. Why do you care about what our results are? I just set harsh reality notice for your fans. It's do your, I've told you, I've been up to here to my neck because Arsenal fans think they're on, on level with Chelsea. I've been seeing comparisons that are not meant to... If you guys were on the run that you were on, do you think Party would be in, in a conversation with Kante right now? Your fans are putting Party and Kante in conversations together. But Edward Mendy fans. and Aaron Ramsdale have been in conversations since the start of the season. Aaron Ramsdale made a few picture-perfect saves at the start of the season. He was now in talks with Edward Mendy. Why is that? You know, like... I'm not taking a cooking on behalf of anyone else. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, yeah, the harsh reality is the majority of your fan base, yeah, when you guys sniff victories, it's like a dog with a bone. Like, you just keep going, you keep going, you keep going. And then once that Liverpool match came, yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, it's just Liverpool. But if I go through your tweets from, not not you guys, people, I'm talking to you. If I go through your <laughs> tweets, yeah, leading up to that Liverpool match, y'all were confident. You guys were confident thinking you can dream with the big boys. And now the big boys showed you exactly what this is. Like, this is a different level. Liverpool and Man City, different level. And so is Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea's right here. Man City and Liverpool are here. Uh, let's Arsenal's there. The yeah. No, 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 no. We don't need to. We yes, don't need do. to. Yes, you do. Oh, okay. Manchester City is here. Mm-hmm. Liverpool's there. Chelsea's here. No. 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 <laughs> no. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. City and I'm not having are it. Like we, no, we are the champions of Europe. Liverpool are close. Are like this. No, they're not. Chelsea no. are here. Chelsea like, and Liverpool. Chelsea. Okay, okay. Do you know what I'm not going to hear? I'm not going to hear the gap between Liverpool and Chelsea. Either. I'm not going to hear the gap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to admit, Man City is clear of everyone. Okay? okay. Man City clear of everyone. Liverpool's here. Chelsea's there. But Liverpool, got, Liverpool, Liverpool could still win the league. On, one second. Liverpool could still win the That's league. The thing, Liverpool could still win the league. They beat you guys in the Carabao Cup final on penalties. On penalties. It on penalties. The but you know, you know, you know, we went toe to toe. They got the trophy. Okay. They can win the Premier League title <laughs> and they're in the Champions League quarterfinals. Yep. They have a chance to wrap up every single trophy available. Do you want them. me to be shameless right now? Go ahead. Oh, gosh. Let's show you a clip it, please. Chelsea and Liverpool went toe to toe in that final and we got a goal. We got a goal. <laughs> I don't care what no one says. Lukaku. Scored. <laughs> we got a goal that was legal, a legal goal. So technically, Chelsea should have won. So it was legal. Dwayne, I'm not done. I'm not done. Chelsea should have won. Okay? We got a legal goal, right? Secondly, if we're keeping it G, Chelsea can still win the title too. If ah, we're keeping it G. Until, no, no, no. Until it's mathematically impossible because you guys are trying to create this divide. No. You guys are trying to create a divide when it's not even that big. It's not that big. Chelsea can still win the league. We're not going to win the league. But at the end of the day, we are only, what, like nine, ten points behind Liverpool, right? Mm-hmm. Arsenal, five points behind Chelsea. Mm-hmm. You're, you, can, you guys can still win the league. Like, anyone so can win on, the league on, right now. If the gap between Liverpool and Chelsea <laughs> is ten points, yeah, and the gap between Arsenal and Chelsea <laughs> is five points, then we need How to are Arsenal not close to As in, when you guys play each other, when you guys play Liverpool, you can see the gap. When you play Manchester City, you can see the gap. When we played Liverpool, no one could see that gap. Like, you can say that. No, you could... 
All you want, but no one can see that gap because when we were going toe to toe, were people not tweeting? This is the best final we've ever watched in the Carabao Cup. Blah 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 blah. blah. A lot of people were tweeting, and even the commentators the at the end they said it. Was United at Sunderland three two goals galore in the Carabao Cup? Yeah, was it not United at Sunderland three two? Yeah. Uh, was that in the Carabao Cup? Whatever one it was, where they still had Gabardini and them. And it them. was. It was the Carabao. Abrahamovic scored. scored. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It was, yeah, you're right. Sorry. The best nil nil final in the Carabao Cup. I will keep rephrasing it because Chelsea and Liverpool and Man City, they are in their own category. Everyone yeah, else is... With we, are, we are, we are, we are. If you guys will still be in the title I'm not, and you're not. I'm not saying we're on par with them. I'm just saying we're just there. Like We're sneaking up behind them. We you are right behind them. Liverpool in and quality. Man City are in the VIP section. Yeah. Chelsea are the people that service the VIP section. So what do you guys do? Make our shoes. We don't <laughs> compare ourselves to Liverpool and City. But the no thing is... We're with them. The thing is... All I'm saying is, yeah, there's not a, as big of a gap whenever they play each other. The only, the only team I can say is clear of Chelsea is Man City. And I'm sure Liverpool can probably say that Man City is clear of Liverpool as well. Like, it, for that one, is objective. It's, it's subjective to them too. Like, I'm not going to speak for their fan bases, but it's subjective to them too. Like, some, some Liverpool fans can sit here and say that Man City is clear of them. They're not going to win the league, whilst others will say that, no, nah, they're quite on par. But that's more of a... Is that fair enough? But that's more of a comparison there. Wait till Man but City Chelsea, the league, bro. That's why they're so humble. Just who, Man City? Yeah, that's why they're, that's why they're humble. But Chelsea, I'm telling you, like we're not that far off of Liverpool and Manchester City. We, maybe because we dropped out of a, chi- a title race in December where we had injuries and COVID and we played the most games out of everybody in the top five, top six, top six. In fact, everybody in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Fine. Mm-hmm. That's when we dropped our form. Cool. But we are the champions of Europe. We are champions of the world. You cannot sit here and tell me, and we're in another semi-final. We're going to Wembley again. Like, you can't sit here and tell me that Liverpool and Man City are clear and we're closer to Arsenal. We're not. No one said. No, no, you're not closer to Arsenal. So then why did we, why did we bring up points about Arsenal being five points behind? Because Why was that you up? said that Arsenal was way off and you guys, you guys were like... We're not way <laughs> off. <laughs> we're not way off. And I, I will I will go to my grave and say that we're not way off of Liverpool and Man City till this day. We're not. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll pause that and we'll revisit that when we get to Chelsea. Fine. Let's continue with the Arsenal conversation, main character syndrome over there. Don't worry. Hot Shelly, you know, I'm here to dish it all out. I knew Brianna from last week. <laughs> what I saw you did to Tima and Brie. Today, I'm not going to be on your neck. I'm going to be stepping on your neck today. I'm anyway, chilling because as I say every yeah. week, I expect nothing from Arsenal and I'm still disappointed. Yeah. So it's not me that's feeling any type of way about this because I feel like this all the time when I watch Arsenal. <laughs> I know that essentially the extra gear that we need to get to. Anyway, if I talk about this manager, but yes. So, Brie, defeat midweek. All the ops were watching. Everyone was happy. They said... <laughs> This is where Arsenal's bad run is going to start. They're not going to beat Villa. Um, They're going to drop out the top four. We go to Villa Park. 1-0 win. Bukaya Saka. Could have been more. Could have been more um, if we had a striker. How do you sum up that lunchtime kickoff? Thank you to God's son once again. Saka, (laughs) I need to heap more praises on. Like, honestly, he... We don't talk about how good he is because he's so consistent with it enough, I find. Like, I need to just have some extra, like, Saka praise because, honestly, without him, and just in general, without the youngsters, I would say, like, without him and without Smith Rowe, mostly, we we don't look like scoring at all. Like, it's honestly quite terrible. And when 
I think the biggest takeaways that I had from that Villa game, honestly, is just like the stat. We have to be so much better than the other teams we're playing because the referees and the standard of refereeing in this league is oh, as if they want to go. ensure. It's as if they want to ensure the downfall of Arsenal Football Club, and I'm not joking. Let's yes. be real, yeah. In in Brenner's <clears throat> defense, the referee showed a yellow card to Granite Xhaka. He mm. went. One, two, three. Xhaka committed one foul the entire game. How is that not an agenda against Arsenal players? You get a yellow card for persistent fouling and you foul once. Like, I just... And to be honest, I feel like this needs to be addressed aside from agenda. It was like when everyone used to be on Klopp, when Klopp was complaining about um, sort of fixture congestion. And for the good of the league, like, it was... Well, we'll come to that, but (laughs) for the good of the league, it was correct complaining because it affects everybody at some point, the standard of the refereeing in the Premier League. When it gets to the referees at Stockley Park, the actual referees on the pitch, it's terrible. Like, the standard of the the refereeing in the league is shocking. Did you see the the, um, Leeds Wolves the other day, the sending off? Yeah, that's the second, yeah. The second yellow. Was that was terrible. Just and like, not even a foul, let alone a second yellow. I don't know how we... Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But they need to shut up. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. I don't know how we solve it. Like, I feel as if... Um, the It's a tough situation because you can't criticise the refs. No one can criticise the refs. The refs are wrong. Everyone knows the refs are wrong. But anyways, all that to say that I don't like when refereeing decisions are talking point of the game because it either means that we were a bit mid or the referee overshadowed the game in some way. And I don't, I think that we should have, um, as you said, like we should have scored more. I think that's down to entering the second half of the season with zero world-class strikers, which is an interesting strategy. Um, And I think that, you know, next season we can only hope that we get a world-class striker in to solve that. I think that, in all other areas of the pitch, we saw a Shaka Pate masterclass, which was great, but it was Villa. Um, once again, my Coutinho agenda prospers because <laughs> he was absolutely mid. Um, Do you think Ming should have saw red for the for the challenge on Saka? We've seen it given. Xhaka against Manchester City yeah. in the begin, beginning of the season. Aubameyang against Crystal Palace at home. Um, that was the end of last season or the season before that red red means yellow the commonality is that the red was given to the Arsenal players like oh so boo fucking we, boo man do you not think that's a red card god we've seen, I sorry, think sorry, in, in on, all sorry. honesty we do need to see referees protecting players more because when I see things like that it just reminds me of how in like it's been a historical thing with Arsenal refs let other teams absolutely kick the living hell out of us and then we get injuries like Ramsey's like Diaby's and it's just not good in general in terms of like getting superstars seriously injured in English football I'm so sorry but I hate to no because you guys are going to say MCS so no I'm not what's MCS main character syndrome so well, no go on <laughs> Bring up the hazard. Yes, because when Hazard was getting kicked for seven seasons straight and and we were talking about this, no one was saying nothing. Everyone was just like, oh, but he's the best player in the league anyway, so he can blah 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 blah. Like, no one was saying Hazard got no protection. Because if you look at Eden Hazard now, that's the whole reason why he can't play. And it's a serious problem now because now Eden Hazard's injured. 
no one else wants their team to get it now. That's why it's a serious problem. But when Chelsea was bringing it up for seven years straight, Jose Mourinho complained, Conte complained, Hazard complained. No one wanted to talk about it then. But now God's child is being injured. Wait, let's what? all let's all cry. I don't think it's a Saka thing. On, I just think the fact that Saka came out post game and he said, and I respect that. By the he way. didn't he didn't complain about the card. He just told the ref yeah. it's in his game to take people on. And he's tired of being kicked. He needs more protection. And I think that there's nothing wrong with that. Because in the long term, you're affecting people's careers here. Mm. And then when they're like 29 or 30 and their ankles no longer work because they're six surgeries deep, everyone be like, oh, they're rubbed, they're washed, they're this. Mm. It has an effect and we need to cut it out. I don't think it's a problem. I think that this should have been addressed years ago. Like, I, I'm genuinely with you. It should have been addressed years ago. But it's funny how now it's happening to people's teams when they've got like that superstar person in their team now everyone's finally seeing the light seeing what Chelsea fans were complaining about all this time like I just find it funny honestly and it also happens to Chelsea still Hakim Ziyech when we played against Newcastle his ankle got battered but he's the one that got the yellow card no one got a yellow card against him Guimarães Guimarães goes down once Ziyech gets a yellow card for what you know, like, at the, at the same time, Arsenal fans, you are kind of doing MCS too, like, always no, talking I'm, about how it should just... be red for Arsenal, but it's not. But I hear it because you guys have had situations, but it's not only you but not going just, through it. Innit? It's strange, like, to say no one was talking about it, but DRB was before Hazard. Like, you do, we have been talking about it since I think DRB everyone blamed you guys' um, medical stuff, to be fair. What? No, DRB used to get clamped all the time. We used to play um, Stoke and we used to play Sunderland and those teams and they used to absolutely stick their feet in and the refs used to do nothing. We've been complaining for literally decades. Like, I, to be fair, I have nothing against players complaining that refs aren't protecting them in those situations because you end up seeing situations where you lose that style of play because the players that can do it don't have working joints. Like, it's actually insane. <laughs> Joints actually do stuff. That's the saddest thing. Like, free Ed and Hazard, man. I'm, it's just sad. But Hazard also has some personal responsibility to take for certain things. See, oh. see here we go again. Because if I, you know, no, we're not, we're not going into it. We're not going into it. I just don't think it's we're responsible to it. enter preseason the way he enters preseason. What living his life, living living a good life after a long season of just hard very work. Overweight. Wait, yes, <laughs> Mariam, please. We'll talk about Shaw. Like, let's not do this, darling. Let's, let's <laughs> not go there. You can talk about any United player you want. I don't know. Like, like, they're not me. I don't care if you want. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I just see you there whispering a little bit. I'm just like, listen, we can make sure into this no, as well. Like, there's a free Lukaku. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, come on. Like, we can, we can do a lot here. But Lukaku's not your player. That's fine. I've, I've already been saying it for back in the day. Like, <laughs> there's just something there. Maybe because you love Hazard so much, it's a bit hard to digest. But he's something. No, yeah, it is. It, it is hard to digest but the thing is yeah, he was doing that for seven years straight and when he was bodying all of your teams no one was complaining about his weight then you know so what well people were but anyway no not not five years ago no one was complaining about him coming overweight no one was complaining Didn't his manager say it ben, Who? At least how wait what year are we in now 2022 so wasn't it like 2017 or 2018 like someone complained that like one of his managers complained that he was overweight on my buggy which manager I don't remember the Chelsea manager in 2018. I'm brain I'd have been Conte now, sorry. Conte. If it was Conte, then it wasn't Conte. I feel like sorry. sorry. It probably was sorry. Uh, but Sarri was complaining about the health of the entire Chelsea squad. I know Real Madrid complained yeah. about it. Madrid complained. Yeah, Madrid complained. I feel like he's, he's been cooked for it before while he was at Chelsea, but anyway. Yeah, people have discussed it. I don't think it's something that's gone... It's not any. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Major in it, yeah. okay. nothing major because he still performs, but now he's not performing, it's a problem. Though, <sighs> lastly, on Arsenal, um, a player that deserves praise because his first season was absolutely horrendous for the price tag and for what we know him to be at Atletico Madrid, Thomas Pai. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about him now, Brianna? I feel that he's finally sort of growing into the role. Um, I think partially it's because we are tactically better now in games. Mm. I think that the Shaka partnership is working really well for him. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to ask, is that is it a double pivot or is it a single pivot? It's a single pivot. It's a single. Okay, sorry. Mm. I just wanted to ask because people were driving me crazy earlier. <laughs> and I think that um, it works because Shaka, like, and as people have been saying for a while, he's not a DM. So like having Shaka trying to sit deep when he can't defend and like he receives the ball on his left foot and if he can't shift it on his left foot, then it's curtains. That was a recipe for disaster. So now that party's taken over that role without having to essentially like cover for Shaka's shortcomings there, mm-hmm. it's looking a lot better on him. He has a lot more freedom. He, I saw him like putting in some good passes as well, like from deep. Like I've really enjoyed watching him. I think that, um, he's gone from strength to strength. At the beginning, obviously, we had sort of an issue with um, an injury with him. Like he sort of was injured and then Arteta put him back on the pitch and then he got to limp off the pitch again. And that all of that sort of along with the price tag kind of clouded the um, perception that we had a party. He got cooked a lot. Um, but I'm just good to see him. I'm happy to see him... Um, I don't know, sort of showing himself to be the world-class, in my opinion, world-class midfielder that he is. Anissa? <laughs> I don't have no comment. So you don't think he's world-class? I didn't say he was better than Kante, I said he's world-class. Like, why are you laughing? I just think world-class is a big word for party right now. I mean, we, I think he has world-class capabilities and he can 100% maintain a world-class status in a couple of seasons' time, but... I think it's just a bit premature for right if now. If he wasn't playing at Arsenal, you wouldn't say that. If he was no, still I playing would still at Athletico, I would party still say that. Did you have as world class when you was at Atletico? Not really, no. 
Okay, then no, fair like enough. honestly, I, I didn't like if you go back on my team, I got cooked for me saying <laughs> I don't want him in a prep. Like I, I said, I didn't even want him on my team. But I think he he does have the um, skill set and in his locker to become a world class player. When he's shown it at Atletico, but the sample size at Arsenal is still a bit minute for it's me. Just consistency as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, if he continues continues like this into next season and through next season, then fair. But he's still like he's had what like a few games consistently. Um, well, I think a few. his journey has been up and like, down. Con- like, is in consistent. great games. He's consistent, been good consistent. since December. I mean, December. it's March, and how many games do you guys play a week? I don't, that doesn't matter. I'm just saying it's probably just like, what, seven games? Or that something? doesn't matter. I, I don't even want to hear sample size from Chelsea fans. But it's three true. months, three months into Mendy becoming in the league, you guys call him the best goalkeeper in the world. No, I didn't. Yes, up! What, yeah, last I season? Still, I can't lie. You, you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> so why do we have to get cooked on behalf of everyone else then? <laughs> what? No, no, no. No, no, no. Listen, we, we were here together debating Ramsdale and Mendy earlier this season. Were we not? Talking about distribution, talking about ball playing, goalkeeper, etc., etc. You were you, you hosting. You were hosting, <laughs> darling. Yeah. Then I was hosting. <laughs> no, no, no. Because you were talking about, don't you need a ball playing goalkeeper? Ramsdale's distribution blah 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 I learned from the master to play devil's advocate <laughs> but all I'm saying is that comparisons were made earlier on if you want to talk about three three months into seasons then we can do it but I'm telling you like for for me it took a while for me to say Mendy's world class and it took until um I think semi-finals of the Champions League where he was up against Benzema and, and without Mendy we probably we, Benzema would have probably dusted us you know like that's when I started saying like nah this guy's the real deal type of thing but before that I was thinking we only have Kepa to compare him to so everyone was a bit overhyped in it but um... okay let's move on Arsenal going to the international break in fourth place one point clear of West Ham and I think now three points clear of Tottenham because they did beat West Ham 3-1 today at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium mm-hmm. um, oh yeah and one point clear of Manchester United if I didn't say that already um, <laughs> <laughs> why is that from <laughs> Chelsea. Years back, like football. I'm sure you're like on eight or nine. I have no idea. We've been to so many. I have no idea. You guys drew Crystal Palace? Yep. Do you see Chelsea making another FA Cup final? Yep, 100%. I don't think I have a doubt in my mind about it. Obviously, big up to Vieira and the football that he's playing with Crystal Palace, but I think Chelsea are currently on a upward trajectory right now. So I think we're unbeaten in our last six or seven I'm not too sure about what the exact stat is, but I think we're unbeaten in the last six or seven. If we exclude the Liverpool final, I think we've been unbeaten this entire year, really. I don't think we've lost this year. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, we haven't lost this year. So, yeah, we're on an upward trajectory and I can only see us getting better. Right now, we're we're doing really well, especially considering the circumstances we're under and especially considering that um, our forwards are kind of... I want to say they're getting better, but I want to say that they have a bit more confidence. Like They have more confidence and more, more room to kind of 
play the way they want to play, especially Kai Havertz, especially Hakim Ziyech. Romelu Lukaku has an asterisk, but <laughs> he's getting he's getting he's getting in the in a groove of things a bit better. Christian Pulisic is getting better. Mason Mount's getting better. But let's just see how that match goes because at the end of the day if we don't have fans in a Wembley stadium that could impact the match mm. so there's always that too but yeah as as of right now I'm confident that we're going to a final confident okay and Champions League draw sorry yeah. I am um, <laughs> Real Madrid again yeah um, this time round a different look Madrid would you say Carlo Ancelotti a uh, younger midfield, not the one that's like combined age of like 95, um, <laughs> Chris Modric and Casemiro, and then an informed Benzema up top. How, how do you see it going this time round? And a burn about the, I think is that three quarter capacity? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of Chelsea fans are like after the draw I saw so many Chelsea fans say yes we got Madrid like yes <laughs> and in my head I, I was still thinking like oh this is like this is okay I would have preferred Benfica or Villarreal you know I would have preferred them too but <clears throat> one thing Chelsea fans need to realise is this is Carlo Ancelotti we, we know Carlo Ancelotti we know how great he is at in-game management and even if he does play the midfield with the combined age of like 95 or 100, like the fossil fuels, even if he does play them, I've been a firm believer in quality is is just, is always going to be an aspect of Modric, Kroos, Casemiro. Like it's always going to be an aspect for them. And if Carlo Ancelotti needs to make them in-game changes like he did against PSG um, when Camavinga came on and then they just they just got more control of the game, he will do that. Like he doesn't. He doesn't give a heck who you are. If you if you're not working, um, for, if you're not working against Chelsea's tactics, then he's gonna take you off and bring someone else that can possibly hurt Chelsea. So that's where the difference is, and that's where I think Chelsea would possibly need to look out for. Um, yeah, I'm 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 not entirely confident, but I still think we can beat them. But it won't be like last time. They're definitely it beatable, be. though. Like they're, they PSG are beatable. Were- like they gifted them that it wasn't mm. what until like one whole game and then until like the sixty third minute yeah, or the second like poch tax. But surely <laughs> on that though, you would be fearful that Benzema doesn't need much to put the ball in the back of the net. The thing is, yeah, we know this. Like, like I mentioned earlier, Benzema like, up against Mendy, like it was, it was like it was reality TV. Like it was, it was yeah, nice was to see. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. it was like once now. Surely Benzema picked the ball out of the air, brought it down. I went. Bang. And it was just like, where did that come from? Like, where did that come from? He can deliver anything out of nothing. Something we want Robby Lukaku to do, but fans are telling me I'm asking for too much. <laughs> what? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? He picks the ball out the air, hamstring gone. <clears throat> Even picks the ball out the air is a stretch. It's just a stretch, and this this is why yeah, this is why Tima has blood on her hands, yeah. Because when I told Tima, like you want your striker to be able to do things, yeah, like pick balls out of the air, like create around you, stuff like that. I see Benzema doing it. Does Benzema have two heads? He doesn't have two heads, and that's what I'm saying. He is the difference between Real Madrid winning or losing the PSG tie and winning or losing our Chelsea tie. That's he's gonna be the difference, and he was the difference in the first half when when we played um the. First First leg when we played against Real Madrid. People are making so much noise. But yeah. Um, another question then. Reese James. If he is out and you've got 
the likes of uh, Vinicius Junior <coughs> against Chelsea's wing backs or full backs, depending on the if Tuchel plays with a four or a five at the back. <laughs> <laughs> if Tuchel plays with a four or a five at the back, yeah. How, how do you see that potential matchup going? <laughs> In soup, we're in soup. Like we're actually in soup. <laughs> Chelsea fans, listen to me carefully. Aspilicueta on Vinicius Junior is going to be comedy. Like it's going to be really funny. And lately, if you, if you guys have noticed, Trevor Chalobah's been making serious errors. And if you're going to put a a fast defender on that right-hand side up against um, Vinicius Jr., it will probably be Trevor Chalabar. Or hopefully, if Christensen's um, not injured, it will be Christensen, right? But let's say Christensen's not injured because he's injured right now, right? Trevor Chalabar has to come in and take that spot. We're in soup. They're going to get three <laughs> penalties max. Like We're actually going to be in soup. So I hope Reese James is back because if Reese James is back, that's another attacking threat for us, meaning that Vinicius Jr. will have to be a lot more cautious. But if it's Aspilicueta, he's catching... Um, he, uh, Vinicius Jr. is catching him and then all that's left is Trevor Chalabar to take on and take on some <laughs> Trevor Chalabar right now is, is not where it's at. So but I'm a bit nervous. Chelsea, though, in between your Real Madrid ties, you've got Brentford, Southampton yeah. and Palace. That's yeah. not... Compared to Liverpool, who have <clears throat> City, City, United, it's mm-hmm. not bad. That like, Tuchel can rotate and fix work with that. Wait, who do we have? Brentford. So you have... Brentford at home, yeah. then you play the home tie to Madrid at the bridge, yeah. then you go to Southampton away, Madrid away, and then Palace at home. Yeah. Mm, I, I, I don't know. It depends on the fatigue of the players. Like, I'm, I'm not going to say that we have it easy in between, but even though on paper, we do have it easy. Like I'll be real with you. We have it easier, way easier than Liverpool. But like you guys said, Liverpool's way up there, so they should be able to handle it, right? <laughs> they should be able to handle it. But without me being bitter, um, I do think we have more of a chance than... Liverpool do, but then you've got to look at the opposition though. Like, not no disrespect to Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid, they're a, they're a solid team and they dismantled. No disrespect to them. Okay, sorry, no disrespect. Disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> disrespect to Atletico Madrid, but they they dispatched with of um, Man United quite comfortably because they didn't really have to do much in that game, and it's not going to be the same kettle of fish with um, Liverpool. So I think Liverpool will probably be able to get through to them quite easily in the first half and kind of in the first leg and kind of put that to bed. Liverpool playing Benfica. Benfica? Yeah. yeah. I thought they were playing Atletico. No, Man City are playing Atletico. Man City are playing Atletico yeah. and Liverpool are playing Benfica. Yes. What's Liverpool's fixtures? Liverpool play City twice. Um, they'll play City twice, FA Cup, Premier League. And then in between that, Man City will play Atletico home and away. So then why are we talking about Liverpool's difficulty if they're playing Benfica? I was talking about Chelsea's difficulty. Oh, I thought you was comparing it to Liverpool's. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Then you, you brought Liverpool to the conversation. Yeah, let's scrap everything I've just said. I'm so, I'm so confused. Like, I'm really confused. Let's, let's look. Should we start again? So the City have the what? City will have, let me, let me tell you exactly. So Man City are playing Atletico Madrid. And they're playing Liverpool and Man United. That's that's City's fixtures. City season can end in a week. Okay. Let me tell you Oof. exactly. So that's crazy. here we go. Cool. Man City, right? They are yeah. playing Burnley away. Um Atleti home. Liverpool home. Atleti away. 
um, then after that, they could be playing Liverpool or um, Forest in the FA Cup, depending how that tie goes. Yeah. And then they've got Wolverhampton Wanderers away. Okay. So, in comparison with Chelsea, Chelsea clearly do have the easier run, right? 110%. Yeah, so... Just out of curiosity, though, like, Chelsea aren't... Is this, like, sort of talking about Chelsea going for second or yeah, first? Yeah, I don't know. I'm confused. I don't no, 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 Just run Chelsea, of games Chelsea in general. Ain't, Chelsea ain't making that. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to make <laughs> Mathematically. sure. Mathematically. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, we're not making that. But I do, I do think that... We do have an easier run, but it doesn't mean that our opponent changes. You know, like we still got Real Madrid, and they're still a tough, t- a tough team. So, if you do get past Real, though, it's um, one of Villarreal or who's the last team in the Villarreal. Who's I think we should get up the ties because now I'm confused. I'm so confused. I was really thinking Liverpool was playing Atletico, and I was smiling in Bayern my head thinking Marassa needs nah, sliding Bayern it. Bayern are like... playing. Oh, Bayern are playing Villarreal, yeah. but the Bayern tie is not on. We're Chelsea's not on side South side. Yeah, we're not playing mm-hmm. Bayern. We don't be Bayern to like the final <laughs> side. Like, yeah, we're good. Uh, whoever we play, I know. I think it's not Liverpool, is it? It's Man City or Atletico, Atletico Madrid. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I'm gassed. That's why I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm all right. So if you do make it to a semi final again, do you see Chelsea going to Paris? Yeah. Yeah. Against City or Atleti? I said yes. Are you sure? I said yes. <laughs> yeah, I see it. I see it. I think over two legs, we can beat Manchester City and we've proven that we can beat Atletico, who I think are a weakened side right now anyway. So, yeah, across two legs, we can do it. And then see you in Paris? Against Bayern or Liverpool? Against Liverpool, bring me Liverpool. And then I'll show you guys, we'll come back here, I'll tell you guys where we are in the ranking. Bring me Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to let it go. I'm not you know Liverpool will win that time. Right? I don't think so. I don't think so. European heritage. I don't, I don't care about their heritage. <laughs> We've dismantled um, Real Madrid before. They have the best European heritage we can do against Liverpool. I, I want, I even tweeted it, I want Liverpool in that final for Carabao Cup redemption. It won't be Michael Oliver and them man officiating, bro. It's not going to be them. So let's get them in the final and you'll see. Don't worry. Put them in the FA Cup final too then. FA Cup final? It's still going to be Michael Oliver and them man officiating. So I don't want them in the FA Cup final. So you're solely losing because of the referees? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. I literally said it. I said it that we had a goal. We had a goal with the It was. It wasn't given though. Exactly, because these people here, the officials here that we can all agree are questionable. Okay, let's let's pack Chelsea up in a bundle. We've spoken about that. You'd love to pack Chelsea up in a bundle. FA Cup semi-final to look forward to. Um, But now to the international break, the England squad. When is Southgate going to do what he said and reward players based on form? Anyone want to take this one? Why on earth is Harry Maguire in the England squad? I don't think it's that deep, personally. Why do because you think it's that I'm sorry. Yeah, I... Semi final and also the final in the Euros. So Raheem Sterling basically... led England to a semi final. No, I mean, excuse me, mm. no, it's whack. Like, I'm not on his side. Like, I don't agree. I, 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 Based I... on merit, it's not fair. Like... The, the whole thing in terms of form is like, it applies to certain players. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's always going to be, yeah. he's not going to just 
give it to every single player who's in form and get rid of like the core of the team yeah and especially the core of the team that's definitely going to be in the world cup like Maguire's going to be in the world cup he will no matter what we think yeah he's going to the world cup like he'll be in Qatar he's going in there I can understand like Tamori like like him losing out to someone like Mings I get the anger about that I'm like that's crazy but I'm like Maguire's what like captain the team before like he's gonna be in the he's, he's gonna be on that plane the thing that like England sort of does every sort of major tournament around the squads where they pick people based on the fact that they haven't completely disgraced themselves for England even though they've been <laughs> opening the Maguire their legs every himself. week in the Premier League in even in Greece do you guys not let's think... not forget that <laughs> he's been do you guys not think then that it's disheartening to the other England internationals that are performing. Given that Maguire's form for Manchester United has been shocking. Disgusting. But he knows in the back of his mind, no matter how shocking he performs for Manchester United, he still gets that call up. And then there's people who are overlooked, like the likes of a Tomori, that have been playing their heart out. AC Milan are fighting for a title. They've, they've kept clean sheets in something like five, mm. six games. And he doesn't get the corner. How is that fair? I, I think tomorrow, like if tomorrow continues, I think he'll be on that plane in World Cup, though. I think, I, I think, right, with um, managers in general that manage internationally, they are always going to have their core players that they will always take. And that that's just the fact of every single manager that manages internationally. Those players that you can kind of rely on, reliabilities everything for when you want to take um when you want to take your team to the Euros or to the World Cup like if you can rely on the Harry Kane um Declan Rice Harry Maguire you take that spine with you and that's how you're going to carry it on the the argument is more for Tyrone Mings like yeah. you said like Tyrone Mings Connor Cody but <laughs> 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 It's facts though, and it, that's where the arguments are all around. Like you can argue for, I don't know, Reese James Trent, who's going to be starting type of thing. You can argue, yeah. um, Chilwell's probably not going to be going, but if if he was Chilwell, sure, like those type of things you can argue. But if you you shouldn't waste your breath with the Harry Maguire thing, don't waste your breath. Personally, personally, but then personally, I mean, personally. would you not say then? It doesn't make sense more so for the fact that these are friendlies. They're not you're not you're not competing for anything. But people have been playing their heart out and it's their dream to get the call up for England. Surely you can reward them for it's two a friendlies few, that don't like, mean anything. Um, Gehi, Gwehi, how you say it? Gwehi, Gwehi, yeah. yeah. Like he's been called up. There's yeah. I swear a few yeah, others too. Because like Sancho got left out, so I'm like there must be Yeah, some Sancho spaces. got left out. I just think, honestly, that... <laughs> shady. <laughs> You're shady. Saka's on the Saka's going. Saka's on the plane. Emma Smith throws on the plane. Utility player. Sancho will be on that plane. Sancho's got. Sancho has to be on that plane. He has to be. I don't know. I just think. Sorry. I think you you get to a point where you have to do like you have to take stock of what's going on. And I understand like you're talking about the spine thing. I agree. Like if a player hasn't let you, but like, do you wait until the player lets you down? Because how do you in good conscience build a spine that includes Harry Maguire and we're not supposed to cuss you? It doesn't matter how much Harry Maguire hasn't allegedly let England down in internationals. He's not good. But the thing is, it's kind of like, 
Aaron Ramsdale having a bad game or a bad few games or a bad season at Arsenal, do you expect, or no, Jordan Pickford, for example, not having a great Everton season, do you expect um, Gareth Southgate to drop him? Yes. Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. yes. And do you know what the difference is, right? Let me tell you the difference. Look at Spain. Look at the reputation that David De Gea has. Mm-hmm. He's not in the squad. That is the difference no, between he's a different, up, he up different manager as well. Though. And he, like, De Gea messed up in, in was it... Euros or Cup what was the one against Portugal it doesn't oh, matter yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the thing yeah. is that I'm showing right Luis Enrique has the balls to make the decision yeah. that he should but make but is Luis Enrique not a re- new manager for Spain though so the thing is that's the thing Spain have Dif- more weight on their shoulders than but, England do what the fuck have they done no 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 but that's the thing right in, this is this is just how I see it. New manager equals end of an era, clean slate. Every no matter what, yeah, we can look at that Spain side and say that they got a lot of weight on them and, and and everything, right? But their expectations in the Euros that just went now, they exceeded their expectations. You can ask any Spain fan; they exceeded their expectations because it's a clean slate. Until Gareth Southgate goes, I don't expect him to drop Harry Maguire, to drop um Pickford, to drop Harry Kane, because that's big balls energies for players that. Harry Kane, Harry Kane, I understand. Harry Kane is world class. He is a world class striker. So even when England fans were calling on, oh, Harry Kane shouldn't be starting at the Euros, he's been this, he's been that. Cool, that's Harry Kane. We're talking about Harry Maguire here. Like the guy, shit. I don't, I don't, I don't excuse him. I don't excuse him. And you know, like as well, I think I'll give Pickford even more of a leeway than Harry Maguire because Pickford has been solid for England for a long time. But he's, he's actually been solid forever. And like, other than the the mistake against Spurs, like this season, he's actually had a very, like, Mm. it's not been on him. But since we were talking about like, just form, for England and he has been solid yeah. for Everton as well regardless of where Everton are because like for example when um we've seen other keepers and we've seen other players that have been sort of not necessarily um near as like near relegation but still like sort of being picked for England but because he has a reputation he'll retain his place for sure what has Harry Maguire done ever to get this sort of automatic inclusion into an international squad that's just come off the back of a Euros final. That's mad. It's insane. I blame Man United too. Not that... <laughs> I blame Man United in that they went and captured someone, some any guy that came from Leicester and wherever else he played for. I feel like that too has added to his... Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I feel like that, that has added to... If yeah. he wasn't playing for United... If, if, if Harry Maguire was still Leicester captain, do you think he has this stronghold in the England team? That's I don't think I, so. Probably I not. That this week. Probably not. Would he be starting for Leicester? Hmm? Yeah, he would. He would. Leicester's defense is shambolic. (laughs) Shambolic. I don't know. I I just feel like Harry uh, Gareth Southgate's made his mind up. Yeah, I think I get it. To be honest with Maguire, like I think he's gets. I think he gets. Will never make it. But I think he gets. Yeah, but then, but like in the in the Euros, for example, that just went. There was a game. I think it was against Scotland where Maguire didn't play. Like because Maguire was injured at the beginning, wasn't he? It was a tournament. Yeah. England looked bad without him. Like and I know no. They against Scotland against Scotland they were bad when did we look so sure the they were, they were shaky the, we, we were shaky the entire tournament we could just score more now, remember Scotland but, wasn't but, one of our better games though exactly and also it's like yeah, Tim in terms of in terms of like to, to replace him like because it was Mings playing Mings is Mings isn't it? Like, <laughs> and I just think that until I do think tomorrow should be given a chance like now in the sense of to build him up to be that main guy with stones. He maybe. should have chosen Nigeria but, because they're disrespecting. <laughs> no, they really but, are. But I just feel like there's there's got to be some consistency in the back line. And I think until Maguire is not performing 
at England, then he'll he'll get that consistency. But considering the timing of the World Cup this year, is it reasonable to expect him to suddenly pull like some international form out of wherever to play well for England? I think, but they play, England play differently as well. It's like. I don't know if you can really always compare it. Yeah. And international football is different too. It's like you put, you're going to play a lot of teams that actually aren't as good as most Premier League teams that you play. Um, that one's above us, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, we actually and England is. don't play like a particularly high line either. Like his, like he doesn't need to trap like back and like yeah. run back and yeah, really, like his slowness. He, Whereas like when it comes to Man United, that's exactly. exposed a lot. Like, yeah, how I was going to say England. He's really like it covers all his like all his yeah. flaws. He's quite covered. Yeah. yeah, for England, he he looks solid. I hate to say it. I think but it's because of how they play. Though it's because of how they and play. And also set pieces, they just rely on like that big that slab big head. Trent and James out of the England squad too. as they should I don't know why Southgate pulled pull James out I don't know why Southgate put James in there James has been injured for, for a couple of weeks like Connor Cody I think Connor Cody is more deserving of his call up than Harry Maguire I'm so sorry <laughs> Wolves, Wolves defend better That's than fair. Manchester United yeah. um, needs <laughs> <laughs> another one Jordan Henderson bin him and this is England's problem. But it's heritage, though. It's heritage. Shit. What is he there for? Do you know what? Do you know what? You need... Also, okay. that position, how many, how many solid centre mids do they have? have? Rice and Phillips. That's good enough. Phillips, and Phillips, Phillips has been injured contingencies. Like, much the whole season. He's not going to be able to, to play. like. And also contingencies. Like who, who else? Contingencies. So let's say Rice and Phillips can't play every single match. Contingencies. So who, then who you've got Ward-Prowse and Mitchell Mount. As a, as a deeper, as a deeper role, Henderson still played deeper role. Henderson, I ignored that. I ignored it. Oh I ignored I it. No, because Mount got two assists anyway just yesterday. So nothing mid. Do you know, about yeah, I saw that. on Twitter actually. He scored. He's contributed twenty GA this season. Yeah, and twelve of it came against Forest. I mean, sorry, who did you play? Who did you play? Norwich. Middlesbrough, Watford, Norwich. And another FA Cup. Ta- Who did you play before this in the FA Cup? Can't recall. Huh? I don't recall. You don't recall. You don't recall. You played in the Plymouth. FA Cup. Plymouth Argyle. These are the teams I hear why on soccer you, Why you gotta say Plymouth Argyle? So that's where Mason Mount performs. Can you tell him to start performing for his country? His country need him. That's Southgate. That's Gareth Southgate's um, call to make. But regardless, Mason Mount starts in that team. So it is what it is. Big game player. Big game player. <laughs> I mean, Apart if he actually turned up in the big game, they would have won the Carabao Cup final. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Enough about yeah. England. Um, Anita. Hello. Speaking to your heritage here. The Nigeria, Ghana, World Cup qualifier coming up. Yep. Um, no Ndidi. Yep. But you do have Osman back available. Yep. Do you see Nigeria and Qatar in 2022? I mean, I don't see Ghana there. So, <laughs> Nigeria, I think Nigeria is going to... I don't want to say they're going to walk it. But I do think that we, we've we got a little bit more quality and more togetherness with us at this moment in time. Like, yeah, we lost to... Who did we lose to? It wasn't Morocco. It was Algeria. It, was it Algeria? Did you not lose to it was Salah and them, man? Was it Egypt? It wasn't Egypt. You lost to one of them. Was it? Was it not Algeria? I don't remember. No, Algeria didn't make it. No, Tunisia. Yeah, Tunisia. Tunisia. Yeah. Yeah. Tunisia. Sorry, forgive me. I yeah, I just. 
got the names mixed up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I do think that we have a lot more cohesion and a lot more togetherness. And it's just about getting that quality and kind of bringing that quality together and finishing our chances. And across two legs, I think we'll be able to take Ghana. Ghana, they look like they eat too much fufu. Like they don't, they just don't look like. <laughs> They don't look like athletes right now. Obviously, Thomas Party aside, take heart. Sorry, guys. But they just don't look like athletes right now. And that's how I'm seeing this match going into it. Like, I I see Joe Rebo turning up. I see Osman turning up. I'm just thinking, like, what can truly stop Nigeria from winning this tie? The goalkeeper. Great. The greatest. The greatest. <laughs> The greatest goalkeeper in the world, in my eyes. I don't see anything wrong with that man of God. He, he lets in some. He can let me in. How about <laughs> it? Wow. Okay. How about it? Let's move on, Marva. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a. You know what? Let's start with the positive. You won against one. Newcastle Oof. in was it like fifteen minutes of added time? Something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Alex Awobi keeping Everton's so Premier we, League. Before we even go into that, how did that guy get on your um, pitch? The one that wanted to choke himself to death. I don't know. Like, where a, were the students? I don't know. They, they were there the cable time. So yeah. Anyway, he had a point. <laughs> <in> <laughs> <laughs> he got us the extra time, which got us the goal. Shout, Fair out. Enough. Yeah. Shout out to that protester. <laughs> so Awobi of the goal against Newcastle, a huge three points for yeah. Frank Lampard, and then today in the FA Cup. A four nil defeat mm-hmm. to Patrick Vieira and Crystal mm-hmm. Palace. Jesus talk, talk us through your. If that was Everton's one shining light in a terrible season, I don't know if it was like I, the players didn't care about this game. Like you could see it, they were playing at like even Lampard said they were playing at like seventy percent today. Like realistically, we were going to go to Wembley. We're not going to win the cup. Like I think the players knew that. Alan's out because of that stupid red card, which we'll get into but um, we don't have a midfield without Alan and then like uh, Van der Beek's cup tied so our midfield is just a mess and then like our mentality I've said this so many times this season it's like we started well that game we started well against Palace and then letting like one stupid goal two stupid goals game's done like the whole mentality just goes out the window I said at half time I was like it's going to be 4-0 and it was like at least it was like, third goal was like wow I mean, that was just fluke. Like, I don't know. That it wasn't a fluke. Was, the kid's talented. Fluke. That was fluke. It just came off the post in a weird angle. But, um, yeah, it's like the cup's the cup. Like, the whole time, we even today, we were like, oh, yeah, we've got a chance to go to Wembley. It was like, no one's even been focusing on it because it's just, it doesn't matter. Like, the league matters right now. I think your relegation battle has taken away. Yeah, yeah. So, in your relegation battle, yeah. trip to the London Stadium. Yep. A trip to Turf Moor. Yep. My United at home. Mm-hmm. Crystal Palace and I was being postponed because they made FA Cup semi-final. Then Leicester City and a Merseyside derby. Yeah, we still got to play Chelsea at home. And then as well. Chelsea home, Leicester City away. So Anfield away, Chelsea home. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus Christ! Then yeah. you go Leicester away, Brentford, who could be in and about the mix, um, and then your last away day is a trip to the Emirates. Mm-hmm. Do you see Everton surviving in the Premier League? I st- I'm still not confident, I'm going to be honest. Like, I still don't think we're going to survive right now. Just because of, like, even after... Like, I felt like everyone was happy after that Newcastle game, which rightly so, but I think that was more a case of if we'd lost that, then relegation was certain. 
Whereas like winning that didn't mean we're safe. It just meant like, all right, we've still got like, hope. yeah, we've still got hope. But the fact that we're still not winning away, we've won one away game still all season. Like we've lost 10 out of our last 12 away games. Um, and the teams that we still need to play in and around us, so Burnley and Watford, those games are away. And I'm just like, and then the teams that we have to play at home are still like Chelsea, United, I say Palace, but it's like, to be honest, any team above like 17th is a struggle for us right now. So it's like, it is what it is. So I'm just, I'm not confident. And I just, I don't know. It's just, it's just shit. This whole season is so shit. Like, That's so sad. Do you think Frank Lampard was the wrong appointment? I don't know who the right appointment was at that point. We'd let it go too late. We'd like... But at that point, do you not bring in like... I know it's like who? really like cliche. You bring in a big Sam. We've you done him in, already. Uh, uh, <laughs> you bring in like a Pardew. Someone that has I a niche. I don't, I don't think Pardew would do any job. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Pardew, <laughs> What can like Pardew he be up for? Does he even have a job? Um, you bring in someone that even like a Tony Pulis <laughs> someone that knows what that scrap is like in the Premier League just to ensure your safety like you lot have spent crazy amounts of money on stupid transfers but then but even with that you look at our, our January transfer we still let Benitez take the reins on that we spend like over 20 mil on two fullbacks who aren't ready to play in the Premier League but no, yeah Mikelenko and, and Nathan Patterson like the decision it's not like as much as we can blame Lampard's tactics for some of the games I'm like it's way beyond him because we mm. brought in we spent our whole January budget on two fullbacks who aren't ready to play in the Premier League <laughs> only to then and they were Benitez's choices only to then set Benitez and give Lampard like a day to bring in like two people on loan like that's not his fault that, that's that's terrible decision making by the board and it's been like that for the last like five years you lot might as well have kept Benitez to be honest. No, because he would have got rid of like some of our best players still. I, f- I feel like Benitez the would have reason... gone missing that season. <laughs> he would have gone missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah for his safety, <laughs> his safety was better for him to go. <laughs> and not only that, but I'm just like, in terms of football, I get it and I get that argument. But in terms of like, like he's at fault in the sense he got rid of our most, our two most creative players last year who got our most assists, our most key passes were James Rodriguez and Luca Digne. Mm. Where are those two now? And who is that because of? Benitez just had beef with them and got rid of them. If we had those two players now, I honestly don't think we'd be in this position right now. And that was just, and I feel like if we let it go any longer, he would have fallen out with Richarlison, fallen out with, I don't know, I'm trying to think of any other players I like. Calvert-Lewin. Like, <laughs> other than that, he could have fallen out with pretty much anyone else. No one John Tamari Grape, I'm confused. What about he's him? Been, he's been injured. He has been good, but he's been injured. Um, so he's come back now and he's still like on the roast bit. Like, we have been so unlucky with injuries. Like, it's just a joke. But... Calvert-Lewin doesn't deserve this, man. Pre boy tax can't take you everywhere, man. Listen, he got the assist for a Wobi, yeah. That was very important. <laughs> and that beautiful face of his. I don't even think Richarlison deserves this. Like, they don't, they just don't deserve Richarlison this. missed his grandpa's funeral to play against mm-hmm. Newcastle. That's how much he loves that club. He does That's not deserve sad. this. Like, no one, like, the fans don't deserve this. No one deserves this. It's just the board have just fucked us over, basically. Well, let's hope that a staple of the Premier League don't end up in the championship come the end of the season. You guys have never been relegated. Because obviously, Usman of... Like, I don't really know what the situation was before. Like, 
what are you guys going to do when it comes to transfers and stuff? Like, do yeah. you have the money there still? Or Yeah, we basically, so they weren't um, shareholders or anything. They were oh, just, okay. like, um, sponsored loads of our stuff. So it's like, you just have to replace where those sponsors coming okay. from. It might mean that you don't have as much income because they were paying crazy amount of money. It was like every single thing was sponsored. It was like mm. the training cones were sponsored by USM. Do you know what I mean? It was, like, ridiculous. But it's not, like, completely detrimental. However, if we get relegated, like generally where our finances are right now I'd be worried I don't think we'd come back up like genuinely Liverpool fans watching this with a smile (laughs) (laughs) Devil's Club (laughs) but yeah let's as I said let's hope the staple of the Premier League don't end up in the Championship we like tradition somewhat in this country and Everton in the Championship just doesn't sit well with me but yeah guys that's it from us for this week thank you so much for watching and we will see you in two weeks time Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.